0: Welcome to the Gatecast and our journey to the Pegasus Galaxy and the city of the Ancients, Atlantis.
1: Hello, good evening and welcome to Gatecast episode 239 and our semi-regular co-host Brad is here.:
2: Hello guys, I'm here, just
0: <laughs> Yeah, welcome back Brad.
2: Thanks for having me again.
0: Morning, lads. Hmm. Yes, he actually had a bit of spare time when we were recording Insiders. Miss her had that one. We weren't going to separate her from the potential of talking about Cliff.
1: Indeed not.
0: (laughs) No, we value our uh,
2: online presence. Yes, should be an interesting one.
1: Which is why I was suggesting, having checked, apparently Lexa Doeig will be in Season 3 of Saving Hope, and since it's going to start broadcast on September 22nd, at least one of the episodes should have been shown by the time we're recording the fill-ins for Christmas. Hmm. And since Chris, one of our most dedicated Twitter followers, apart from your good self, has been madly into Saving Hope, she is to Michael Shank's watch Misa is to Cliff Simon.
2: The Infinity Watch too far away off from starting. i got to... <laughs> Andrew's volunteered his time to go back and visit that one, so... Well, I'll certainly listen to it.
1: <laughs> I probably won't. <laughs> just guessing that you're referring to Brad's uh, commentary on Stargate Infinity. <laughs> was I right?
0: hmm So are you going to cherry-pick the episodes, or are you just going to pick one at random?
2: Well, I was thinking to do the first episode, mm-hmm. and then we'll probably do an uh, episode 2 to 28 discussion.
1: 28 it's, episodes?
2: There's 29 and then do a commentary on the last one, they'll give you free episode over Christmas. I don't want to sit there and do 29 episodes. We won't get past five. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do a discussion, you've got to watch
1: them. How many have you looked at, Brad?
2: Eight originally, then fast-forwarded to the last one. <laughs> as soon as the ancients turned up as giant butterfly people, I was out of
1: it. <laughs> I'm impressed you made it that far. Like I said, 11 minutes, <laughs> including the outbreak.
2: Of all the animated series that followed... TV series back in the day, I like could it have to be the worst. That Star Trek one was bad.
1: Oh, the Star Trek one was fun in its own way.
0: Nothing wrong with Star Trek. No problem with the animated series.
1: Trust oh, me, yeah. you won't often hear me defending Trek. That's it. Despite having the logo permanently inked upon me, I've never made it more than 37 minutes through *Legend of the Rangers.
0: I watched it once when it was first shown over here, and that was it.
1: Yeah, I get to the Zero Gravity Kung Fu Weapon system, and I just give up.
0: Yeah, that might have been a good idea on paper, but <laughs> why not just a straight neural interlink? You sit on a chair, wear goggles, you've got total control of the weapon system. That's all they need. I
1: mean, not, not even the cute redhead that was doing it could keep me attached, possibly because I was comparing her unfavorably with Patricia Tallman.
0: Well, that's a given, isn't it, really?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I listened to Babylon 5 podcast. They had an interview with Maggie Egan, who played the do you know who she played?
1: you should, but it's escaping me.
0: The ISN news anchor. Yeah, that were it. You can find the Babylon Project podcast at babylonprojectpodcast.wordpress.com.
1: The blonde news anchor who was like with Claudia Christian comment in a season five episode where she says, congratulations, and you're about to go where everyone's gone before.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> you sound like you have a cold, Brad.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah, just getting off a chest infection. The little one's got tonsillitis.
1: That's the joys of school. They get to incubate their infections while they learn and then bring them home to share with you.
2: Went to Melbourne a fortnight ago and probably brought it back from down there.
1: Um, I have zero memory of this episode. But this is Cetada and I'm trying to think if I missed it.
2: That's a big episode. Yes, yeah, very big episode. More ways than one. And funny, I reckon nearly the episode that they could have brought Ford back and have him save Rowan at the end and not Shepherd
0: i just like to see how they worked that in.
2: <laughs> well, they could have made Ford into a runner after they captured him last time.
0: Yeah, the hive blew up, though.
2: Yeah, but it's sci-fi. <laughs> There's an escape pod floating there somewhere.
0: Yeah. With <laughs> <laughs> mean, just enough enzyme to keep him going as he drifted through space. <laughs> no matter how big space is, someone just happened to find him.
1: Yep. Well, as we know from this very series, dead isn't necessarily dead. Mm. Every time. Ah, oh, that's better.
0: Oh, not the computer again.
1: The last time I booted it, it quite literally said to me, doing update change one of 418,312, which I thought were a bit extreme by Microsoft standards. In the heart of the Midwest,
0: a mystery is brewing.
1: I want you to explain to me why a federal agency would issue a report for a boy who died 32 years ago.
0: In the heart of a family, Faith is being tested. The DNA test came back. Jacob is your son, Mr. Lex. In the heart of the listeners, questions will rise.
3: Did I die? Did we all die?
0: Noodle Mix Network, in partnership with MediaVoiceOvers.com, proudly present the one podcast that will get to the heart of what it truly means to be alive. Join Wayne Henderson and Troy Heinrichs for Resurrection Revealed. Watch ABC's Resurrection, then subscribe to get to the heart of each episode. Follow on Twitter at Resurrection Pod, and listen all season at ResurrectionRevealed.com Resurrection returns to ABC September the 28th. The podcast Resurrection Revealed will return a few days later.
1: I'll pop out an Ingress with Heather for an hour.
0: What, turn into
1: three? Uh, five. And it only stopped at five because we had the Amnesty International outwriting campaign at four. Also, on Monday, from an Ingress perspective, I met a Dutch-Indonesian guy called Leon, who met me with his four-year-old son. We wandered around my local area for a bit, and then we drove around town for a bit, and then his four-year-old announced that he wanted to go home. So he drove to 27 seven kilometres at Devato, cooked me a nice meal, fed me. His kids seemed to take a liking to me because he kept hugging me, although it's a little difficult to breathe properly when you have a four-year-old who probably weighs about 30 or 40 pounds. Kneeling on your stomach, pretending to be a cat.
2: <laughs>
1: Brad, you might be able to relate. Yes, I can. You did have three cats, but the kids seem to like me, the wives seemed to get on with me. Right, I'm going to fill up with water, do you mind if we start then? Yeah. Okay. You watching anything interesting?
2: Um, oh, the Battlestar Watch is progressing slowly. <laughs> very, very slowly. Yeah, midway through season four. Oh, not far to go then. Uh, taking a odd little turn, I can't wait to see what happens. Not much else apart from that. Not until I start shopping for some DVDs. Most of them shows over here, they eight thirty nine fur they start and I'm well in bed by then. That sounds good, that doesn't it. Do really. <laughs> <laughs> I have to get up early the next morning for
1: school, mummy. <laughs> Please note you said in bed and not asleep. And so I know where my mind went with that. <laughs> I'll leave it there. Uh-huh. I see you've done your usual thing, Brad. I was actually complaining the last time we recorded I was like Brad hasn't retweeted us. <laughs> Mike pointed out you're probably still asleep. I said that's no excuse. Mm.
2: Uh, maybe not. I don't normally get on Twitter that often. Not as often as Facebook anyway. So by the time I find it two or three hours later, it's too late to do it anyway. And I'll just end the usual retweet.
1: Right. I do actually have the odd other thing to do this. <laughs> so we can get on with it.
2: Okay.
1: Are we all at zero, 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 zero? Anyway, I have a Swedish repeat on Friday of next week. So if everyone's queued.
0: Yep, I'm good to go.
1: Yep at clicky.
0: Right, some strange colouring. Toto, I don't think we're in Kansas anymore. Mm-hmm. Second location?
1: Mm. Something wrong? I have a bad feeling.
3: You know, I always feel like that.
1: I think something horrible is about to happen. Of course you do, McKay. I get used to it. Thing is, when someone else also
3: has that feeling.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's a tough life being McKay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. He does like to spread the misery around, though.
3: You must have visited many planets when you were running from the Wraith.
2: Didn't count.
0: Uh, yeah. He didn't stop to... I uh, mean, he didn't hang around, does he, really?
2: <laughs> uh, it all looks like a Canadian forest. I don't know how you can tell them apart either. Uh,
1: that's because they're all Canada.
0: Yeah, I do like the blue tint, though. The, mm. the antlers.
3: <laughs> I see no evidence of threatening behavior or danger. I also see nothing we might be interested in trading for.
0: Strange village. I can see the uh, logistics of, you know, the production doing that, just building huts either side of a road, an existing road, but... (laughs) Racebringer! Popular.
2: Turn around and walk away. Walk away.
3: (laughs) You don't have to be afraid! Where are they going?
2: We need
1: to get out of here now. Run away! I take it he was talking to you? (laughs) Yes.
0: (laughs) Oh, dear.
2: They're not worried about your guns. (laughs)
3: <laughs>
1: How can it be pain and numbness? <laughs>
0: See, it's ridiculous. This is one of the problems why they never had stun weapons or zats. Yeah. It limits what they can do tactically. I mean, these guys are shooting to kill them. True. And all this lot doing, are just shooting high. Hmm. Not frightening them at all.
1: McKay grunts and wimpers.
2: So you can say Ronan could just start dropping a his stunner, but you'd think if they'd seen them drop they'd be a little more, more angry.
3: Go on. right
2: behind you! They are shooting the kills, so start dropping stuff.
1: Hey, thud. Oh, <laughs> well, they're stunned.
2: All together now. Timber! Notice also the fiberglass DHD rocking and rolling when <laughs> McKay ran does it.
0: Yes, that was a bit disappointing, wasn't it? You'd think they'd have weighted it down a bit more.
2: Still doing do it now. Yeah,
0: the... Oh, my God. <laughs> Be careful, Rodney, you could hit somebody. You could hit the Daisy <laughs> for a start. <laughs> Yay, Rodney got away. Is he? He's wearing a funny leather jacket. Mm, must be tall. Mm. Oh
1: crap. That must be really sharp to go through leather and whatever's under it.
0: Say, hey, he went through Ronan's uh, duster as well, and that's mm. probably very thick leather. Nah.
2: Well, you'd want him to go for animal hide.
3: Rodney,
1: medical team to the gate room!
0: Oh, poor Rodney. <laughs> poor poor <laughs> Rodney. <laughs> right behind
1: me. Oh, they were right behind me.
0: Yep. How many medical personnel? <laughs> He's only been shot. <laughs> There's not
2: enough for him. Right, the Gurney.
1: Bring me everyone. What?
0: Everyone! <laughs> Bring the good drug. Okay, then. Satida, Season 3, Episode 4 of Stargate Atlantis. Gatecast, Episode 239. This episode was written and directed by Robert C. Cooper. Once again, as the executive producer, he has a lot of say in what gets done. Makes his job a hell of a lot easier. It was first broadcast in the US August the 4th, 2006. Canadians got it October the 2nd. We got it November the 8th. In Sweden, August the 31st, 2007. And Japan, November the 5th, 2008. Not surprisingly, there are no shows with episodes of the same name. Mm. Which means I run out of things to say before the end credits finish. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm just talking for the hell of it.
1: Yeah, how dare you? That's my role. (laughs) Sorry
0: about that, Alan. And we are back. Oh, well, they're in a cage. Not exactly the uh, day trip they were imagining.
3: Well, I guess it could be worse. Yeah,
1: we could be in the cell that we couldn't easily step through the bars out.
3: <laughs> That's what is God. Yeah, Taylor
0: could, could she?
3: <laughs> I've already tried to console him.
0: I assume that wasn't built as a prison, you know. Mm-hmm. You'd have thought they'd have need of that. Holding animals or something? <laughs> could be, unless they have a teenage rebellion problem.
2: <laughs> it was night last time.
0: Oh, it's coming back to
2: him. <laughs> Flashback
0: Yeah, not polite to her. Oh hello mm.
3: <laughs> Linor, stay away It's a man, father. He's near death.
0: Ronan can't help it. Even unconscious he draws the women to him.
2: <laughs>
1: mm-hmm. We offered you food and shelter. Yeah.
0: Guterra, played by Frank Collison, American actor. You may never know his name, but he's a very recognizable actor. Mm. He's been in Carnival. My name is Earl. Dr. Quinn, medicine woman, and Deep Space Nine. Thank you. Maybe you do not remember our village. We were forced to rebuild after the Wraith came. Lenore, I assume, is his daughter, is played by Alexandra Carter. Does a hell of a lot of voice work, but the only other shows he's been acting is Masters of Horror.
3: Hmm.
0: <laughs> Hello. Oh.
3: mm-hmm.
0: You can understand why he's not very happy to see Ronan.
2: Yep. They were not merely culling us as they have in the
1: past. They were looking for you. But
2: it also does beg the fact that if there's a chance of this happening. Why does he kept the dreadlocks and, and the oh. goatee? <laughs> That's his style, you know.
0: Every six months he always does a circuit to one particular planet that has this real good stylist.
3: <laughs> I promise you they're not coming back here because of him. No.
0: Not once we've sacrificed the Wraithbringer to his masters.
1: For
3: prefers Ronan. He probably also prefers not to be sacrificed to the Wraith.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that'd be a good thing.
3: (laughs) His planet was destroyed. He was captured and made a runner, but he is not one anymore. They cannot track him as they once did.
2: Yeah, this argument isn't really going to work. Be careful what you say. Whatever you say, that they turn up.
3: (laughs) (laughs) They promised? Yes. They are Wraith. I promise you that killing Ronan will not change what happened and it will not protect you in the future.
2: That does yeah. not sound...
0: <laughs> yeah, some home truth there from Taylor.
2: The worst idea in the long history of a bad ideas.
0: <laughs> like having a village close to the Stargate is never a good thing.
3: He's already activated it. they are going to kill all of us.
1: You included. Oh, yeah.
0: Well, I've seen that before. Yes, from... uh them kiddies, weren't it? Childhood's End. Yeah.
1: So I take it the Daedalus is in this one.
2: Why do you say that?
1: Because there's on Mitch Legge proved it.
2: <laughs> He might be wandering <laughs> the base in his turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just
0: chilling out.
1: I need to know how many villagers.
0: Now, this was unusual. You know, I assume Caven Smith was probably doing Eureka.
1: Mm.
0: Normally they'd have Lorne doing this. Yeah. This is Major Elliot Rutherford, played by Curtis Caravaggio. He's been in Continuum, Bitten, Battlestar, Arrow, and Smallville.
1: He's talking to him as though he was an idiot. Mm.
0: Well, at this at this stage, he is a bit <laughs> into. <he>? Look, <laughs> my nose,
3: my nose. <laughs> Come on, what kind of weapons did they have? I say
1: something that shoots arrows is a good guess.
0: <laughs> well done, Carson. Nicely done.
1: You have an arrow, Rodney, and your gluteus maximus. Oh, well, that sounds painful. <sighs> gluteus maximus.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me think of it.
1: <laughs> oh my god, that's my ass, isn't it? Aye.
0: <laughs> he makes a good patient though,
2: doesn't he?
1: <laughs> Just for the Americans that don't actually understand what that word means.
2: <laughs> and Carsten wants to drag him up every time now. He's not whinging and complaining and <laughs> wanting extra help. The Wraith will be here soon. <laughs> Silly boy. <laughs> <laughs> Easy Chewy.
3: Oh, shoot me with one of those darts, and I promise he'll be dead before I go down. Let him go. Hey, buddy, you want to fill me in on this plan? Let him go now. Diktatura, I'm here.
1: <laughs> Unhand him now. <laughs> yeah. Bad idea. These men will kill your friends first.
3: I don't think that'll be necessary. Uh, why don't we all put our weapons down and talk about this nicely?
1: Let them go.
2: It's me the Wraith want. They had nothing to do with what happened here.
3: Ronan!
0: <laughs> Good hostage, bad hostage. Don't. This isn't how it's supposed to work. We've captured you.
3: They must know the Wraith still want me alive. I was a little more worried about them shooting us.
0: <laughs> this is certainly a different side to Ronan that we're seeing right now.
1: <laughs> Let him go now!
0: Go on, lads. Just shoot and be done with it. A little bloodshed. <laughs> mm-hmm. He's in blazing saddles. Yep. Back off, Shepard.
3: Drop the knife now. No. I didn't mean to bring you right there, but it was my fault. That isn't true. You know it is. I should never have come here.
0: I mean, this is rather clever by Ronan. I'll give him that. Mm. Mm-hmm.
3: I'm sorry about what happened to your village.
0: And you wouldn't have got this sort of action from him last season. No. He's uh, committed to Atlantis and his team at the moment.
3: I'll do whatever I have to to make up for what happened but don't punish them for my mistake.
0: And Robert in the commentary says uh, Ronan, or should I say Jason, came up and hugged him when he read the script. That should give him something to really act with.
2: Mm. Get spread your chops a bit. Be dead before the raid here. I...
0: <laughs> you know, I think he's serious. And see what the Wraith do to you. Well, they won't be happy.
1: We're not leaving. Not without you. <laughs> you let him go.
0: We have no issue with the other two. You wouldn't be surprised to know that this was the most expensive episode since the pilot. I'm guessing more so for what comes next. Well yeah, six day main shoot, four second unit days, multi cameras, multi crews. As I said, Robert C. Cooper being one of the producers gave himself a lot of leeway. Hmm. So our policy is leave no man behind unless he's holding a knife to his own throat. They're always very trusting with that code, they always yeah. make the assumption that nobody else can get hold of it.
1: Well don't you remember they said to the Genie last season it's genetic?
0: What's genetic? The code. Did I? Yep. No, the code's just the number sequence that they punch in.
1: Yeah, but it won't accept it because the device they punch it into is genetically tagged to the person wearing it. Is it? I remember that being said, it may not have been, maybe it's in a subsequent episode, but I do recall it quite clearly. Mm. Okay. What
3: happened? Ronan bargained for our freedom by sticking a knife to his own throat. We're going back. Dial the gate. It took us fifteen minutes to get to the gate. He's gonna be crawling with rage by now.
0: Let's go get him. Don't you get it? The mad fool doesn't want to be rescued. He's on a uber guilt trip. Now this is a bit unusual. A pie ship, not a cruiser. A fully fully fledged hive with a male on the throne.
1: Mm. Heavy breathing. I take it that's our favourite race.
0: No, this is Dan Payne. Oh. He's a lot taller and more muscular than James. That was quick. <laughs> no, Mr. bird.
3: I've been gone for more than a half hour. Doesn't take long.
1: Rutherford? Yeah, I saw the name Rutherford pop up on the subtitles. There's a shock. The deal went awry.
0: When is the planned for the <ride>. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> we probably didn't expect it to work, but
3: mm. <laughs> as we suspected, the deal did not go as planned.
1: Everybody's dead, John.
3: There's a few
1: dozen bodies here at most.
3: The rest were called. Found these.
0: Well, that's worrying when when Ronan's gun has been left behind. It's like uh, Cisco and his baseball. Mm. Oh, look, one of our favourite Wraith CGI set pieces.
3: I once fed from the humans of your homeworld. That is where I will watch you die.
0: Now I've always thought putting a tracker in them is cheating. It kind of—it's like tagging the lion in, in the savanna, then <laughs> using a computer to track it before you shoot it.
1: I'm sure, had the technology existed, uh, big game hunters of the late 1890s would have done it.
3: Mm. Let's go! Move, move, move!
0: <laughs> nice no, set. Welcome home. Looks a bit like one of the planets they visited in Universe.
2: Yeah, true.
1: That triple barrel weapon strikes me as a Janai design. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I think you'll find the same prop. Oh, the stargate in the distance.
1: That's a little. Oh, uh, not anymore. Uh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think they could be destroyed that easily.
2: Yeah, I was going to say one shot. Maybe it took the DHD out, but.
0: Oh well, they're coming for you, running, Better get a move on. And I like those drums.
1: Why is he wearing wraparound shades? Hmm.
2: Right fashion?
0: Enhanced goggles, targeting system, or maybe the. Definitely. The spectrum of the sun is a bit dodgy for them.
1: Definitely shades of the Predator movie.
0: Mm, Right fashion.
1: Yeah.
3: He's alive. Don't get me wrong, I hope he is, but how can you be certain? They made a sport out of trying to kill him in the past. He was the one that got away. I believe they would try again. Ronan
1: will not go down easily.
3: But they must know how dangerous he can be. It's not like they're going to give him a fair chance.
0: Yeah, no one ever said the Wraith was stupid.
3: How do we find him?
0: Well, I don't know about you, but first off, print a real big map of the galaxy out, then close your eyes and throw a dart.
1: We still have the talking device we took out of him. We might be able to tune the long-range sensors to pick up any similarly generated subspace transmissions. Good. Yeah, but we are still assuming that the Wraith actually put another one in him.
3: I'll take whatever odds I can get.
0: Of course. Yeah. <laughs> We've got to be able to find him somehow. Those ancient senses Yeah, he's not going to call home, is he? I'd say the uh, wraith did a number on his homeworld. Mm. Hello. <laughs> yep. Ronan! Yes, we'll see a little bit more of Melina further on in the episode.
1: Yeah, well, Ronan has a Kirk-like ability to fashion weapons from convenient items. <laughs> 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 Kirk, otherwise known as Space MacGyver.
3: <laughs>
0: Shh, I'm hunting Wabbit.
1: Really? Does a subtitle? The that's not subtitle, is it? That's closed captioning for hard of hearing. <laughs> because it actually said beeping. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right.
1: I'm thinking, that's not subtitled.
0: Like you say, it's a mixture of closed caption and descriptive narrative. Spices it up, I guess.
1: Oh, it's are glowing. Yeah, that's new.
0: Yeah, this fight sequence is incredible.
1: That's mm. kind of creepy.
0: It was shot in a pitch black room, and they were using little pencil cameras and just the naturally occurring... <laughs> Oof, wow. <laughs> and that's James Bamford with Jason doing this fight sequence. Huh. And every time the squibs went off, they would be momentarily blinded.
2: I was gonna say, a flash like that in the darkness wouldn't help your eyesight much.
0: <laughs> no, it wouldn't. And out he comes. <laughs> one down. A hive ship to go.
1: <laughs> okay. I'm here.
0: <laughs> Where is he? Has he got one of them little. It'd be more funny if he'd had one of those little rubber.
1: Oh, the, the hemorrhoid ring?
0: Yeah. do not one them.
3: Must be a real pain in the ass. Oh, how long did you work on that? Longer than I care to admit. How's it coming? I think I'm almost there.
0: How the hell did John requisition a leather
1: jacket?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's not standard
2: issue.
1: He probably found pleasant second lieutenant on the uh, deadlist who brought one. one. <laughs>
2: yeah,
0: you're probably right.
2: Uh, by the end of the season, they're all wearing them, so it must be part of the new uniform change mm. to go through. <laughs>
0: yeah, Worsley was feeling generous, so he <laughs> budgeted an extra few grand. Good mm-hmm. senses.
1: Yeah, yeah. These dots represent transmitters broadcasting from various locations in the Pegasus
3: Galaxy. So there are seven runners out there right now? We don't know for sure that they're runners. But I'll bet anything that one's Ronan. Why? How do you know? That's Satita. It's Ronan's home planet.
1: It's a good enough place to start. Wait, <laughs> put the filter on the camera so we can pretend we're somewhere else. <laughs>
0: Oh, now they've got little drones tra- uh, tracking him. Time to go out the grant. Yeah, off. Well. <laughs> I assume he's actually been in this place before, because he seems to know his way around very, very well.
1: I'm wondering, did they base the Kino on that?
2: Question there.
3: We have no choice. We've been unable to dial into the Cetita's Stargate. The Wraith likely disabled it. Which
1: means if the Wraith, are hunting Ronan.
3: Yay, Mitch.
0: Disabled it. Yes, you could say that. <laughs> so is everybody standing up because Rodney can't sit down?
1: <laughs> you know damn well we can't come out of hyperspace and get close enough to a planet to beam someone off the surface. We'll be detected. Oh, they decided the They had a health and safety review and they decided the table isn't allowed to be used anymore. But I will not put my crew and the only ship that we have in this galaxy at risk for one man.
0: <laughs> the only ship in the galaxy. Wow, deja vu.
3: And he deserves
1: the same respect as anyone on this expedition.
3: We don't leave our people out there, Colonel. Not if there's any chance. Don't preach to me about
1: leaving people behind, Dr. Weir.
0: Yes, I would be a little insulted if I were Coldwell as well. Mm. He's gone out of his way to put his ship in danger to fetch some of these people back. Constantly. Yeah.
3: Then just get us close. We'll take a cloak jumper the rest of the way. I'll go with them. remove the tracking device before we get back on board. We'll be out of there before the Wraith even know what happened.
1: I won't bail you out if you get in trouble. You say that as if we're always getting in trouble. We've had them
0: long moments when the camera's zoomed in on his face full of worry and concern.
2: Yeah, shield's at 5%. Shield failed. <laughs> yeah. uh-huh. Just hang around. <laughs> hang around. John's not back on board yet. you will be right.
1: What the hell is that?
2: Jerky.
0: <laughs> a victim. The world has been attacked. I'm surprised there aren't more bodies.
2: Yeah, but Sarah's what? been seven years. I think there's yeah. a little bit less of them. There'd have to be rats and stuff there.
0: Maybe it depends exactly how they died. It could have been an energy weapon, you know, kind of cauterise the skin as well.
1: Could be rats.
0: a uh, bit icky, but...
1: You, you wouldn't know, there might be... Rats could be wraith or dwarves.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I say, the armour really didn't do them any good, did it? No. Look at this. The bill for this episode just keeps going up and up and up and up. Especially when he pulls the grenades out. <laughs> oh, yes.
1: <laughs> so, finally, the resemblance to Chewie is complete. <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm actually noticing the music more now I'm wearing these headphones than yeah. I did when I was watching it on telly. True.
1: <laughs> well, the music shouldn't overwhelm it. It should simply complement it, and you only know it. When you tend to notice the music is when you're watching a... Oh, dear. Like that. No, you turn you to notice the music if if you're watching a deleted scene.
0: Yeah.
1: And they haven't put it in.
0: <laughs> Boo. Oh.
1: Because oh. you notice, without all the incident additional stuff.
0: Absolutely no question about it. Though Ronin is a formidable warrior.
1: It's, it's up there. Why doesn't he shoot it?
2: Yeah. Oh, I've seen that before. Hmm. You're gonna have to do better
0: than that. Oh, very sequest.
2: Mm. Mm. 20 years old, but it hasn't turned up again.
0: (laughs) He just likes the look of it, that's why he's kept it. I'm
2: pretty sure you need to be further away than tossing it over your shoulder.
0: Well, Robert says this is what he wants. Anybody thinks of Ronan, this scene, an explosion going off and him walking towards the camera in slow motion. Mm -hmm. That, everything Ronan is.
2: Cliché, but still a good shot.
0: Very cliché, but it works, (laughs) doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs)
1: Look
0: at this, civilised Ronan.
2: What are you doing?
3: I'm listening to the chieftain's speech
2: Why aren't you packing? I traded every last thing we had To get you on Kel's personal staff
3: He's a criminal He's using people's fear for his own gain He's a commander and his staff gets to go through the gate
0: This is Melina Played by Chiara Zani Canadian actress She's been in Edgemont Supernatural She was in X-Men 2 Does a lot of voice work Hmm. I think there's a chance for them
2: We shot down two ships that came through the gate Two
0: small ships. So you don't trust your own government, Ronan. <laughs> you rebel,
2: you. Ships as big as our city have attacked other planets. No one that stays here is going to survive.
3: <laughs> then why are you staying?
2: I have no choice.
3: Yes, you do.
0: He actually looks mauler here as well.
1: Well, that's because if there are any sort of serious physical relationship if he didn't look smaller she'd snap in
3: half
0: (laughs) women are a lot tougher than that
3: (laughs) you can't run forever
0: oh prophetic back up oh come on they are bad sports they really are they're right (laughs) yeah it's nice to see they use the same 50 gallon drums as we do (laughs) yeah hands up who wants to walk in first
1: My former tenant said he was at the Imperial War Museum, and the guns on a World War II British battleship could fire a shell the size of one of those drums, 17 Mm. miles. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And when you're standing there beside something that's the size of a 50-gallon drum, you think the gun could shoot this thing nearly 30 kilometres. That's impressive.
2: 18-inch main guns on a battleship. They Mm. were... Even some of the big artillery guns, the Germans were working on it towards the end of the war, like mounted on railway lines, or some big weapons there. Oh, this,
0: this isn't good. The final last stand. Yep, snap.
1: Call the last stand because by the time they're finished, they lie down. Oh, that looked expensive <laughs> to do. <laughs>
2: oh,
0: nice. Last man standing. Oh, here we go. Slow-mo.
1: Oh, that looked expensive to do. <laughs> oh, <nice>. Get
2: <laughs> yeah, he stands up Stops. Oh.
0: <laughs> Always good, the rate of bad shots. Yep. <laughs> Don't half help an episode, keep its heroes alive.
1: In fairness now, <laughs> they're better shots than the stone troopers.
0: Seriously, how can you choreograph a battle to that extent? Now, watch this. Ronan practiced this
2: for days. yet it wasn't loaded. He's still I know, that, somebody
0: pointed that uh, on set. Why didn't he actually have it cocked and ready to go? Hmm. Curious.
2: Oh there. Oh, seen that before too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's a big explosion with such a small weapon. Uh, bigger than we've seen before. Well, not an explosion so expensive that it actually damaged the structure. <laughs>
0: no matter what, production budget always factors into the plot.
3: Am I disturbing you?
0: No. Now, that is quite a tight top Taylor's wearing. Yes, okay. You got the impression that she's going out night on the town. She wants to grab their attention. Mm.
1: Did you think we wouldn't?
3: He is an outsider.
1: Not to me. He's our Teoke. I'm surprised <laughs> he doesn't deliver some cheesy line about getting some Earthman in.
0: No, they wouldn't do that, Helen. You know, I've always trusted you.
3: Yes. You and Dr. Weir have been very accepting. But this has shown me how far you would go, even for someone who is not from your world.
1: Shame.
0: This is probably one of the cheapest scenes I actually filmed for this episode.
3: <laughs> Look, Taylor, I'm not really good at... Uh... Actually, I'm I'm terrible at expressing. I don't know what you call it. Feelings. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Sure. Okay. Point is, I don't really have good uh... social skills. Well, that is why I enjoyed flying choppers in the most remote part of my world before all this craziness happened. But uh, you should know, I don't have uh... friends.
0: This was one of the goals they wanted for the third season, to actually build upon the chemistry of the team, emulate what SG-1 had pretty much from day one. Mm. They always thought they spent a little bit too much time with the group apart, not relying on each other.
3: <laughs> a family? I'd do anything. For any one of you.
2: And he looked down at her top six times during that conversation.
1: <laughs> six that we saw?
2: yeah. That's like the on camera stuff,
0: good <laughs> that, that is tight I mean look at look at the back'
2: got mm. muffin top somebody's <laughs> somehow <laughs> <up. laughs> yeah, let we nibble on it, please.
0: apologies to all our listeners. this is a rather touching moment between John and Taylor
3: for everything you meant to say,
0: and I'm getting totally distracted by cleavage, and speaking of Taylor, more importantly, Rachel Utrell, she's just started. Putting videos up on her YouTube channel. Search for Rachel Luttrell1. She's doing some general discussion videos. Plus, in the kitchen with her mother. Highly entertaining. Check it out. Yeah, as you pointed out, the structure is still standing. So they could use the same map painting multiple times.
2: Well, plastic barrels aren't melting.
0: <laughs> Did you read that in the wiki? They were complaining that's a... A nitpick. Yeah. That barrel should be melted.
2: Yep. <laughs> I thought, oh, good God, come on. We've seen lime coming out the windows. <laughs> oh, oh, oh good God, Rodney. <laughs> <sighs> they could have been Superman and or the sound. I don't think we needed that at all.
3: <laughs> well, actually, hey, I am a very caring person.
2: Don't beat me up again. <laughs> okay, maybe it's not always obvious to everyone,
3: but um,
1: you care about what happens to Ronan? Yes, of course I do.
0: Yeah. Uh, no.
1: Oh, I don't know. The fact that you refer to him as the caveman behind his back. <laughs> that is a nickname. Buddies have nicknames for each other. Buddies? Oh, you're buddies now, are you? Yeah, more than that, he saved my life. He's like a brother to
3: me. Aye. <laughs> a brother who got every gene you didn't, and vice versa. You were just jealous of our relationship.
2: Great idea for a movie. Why are they on board? It makes no sense why they're on board the ship.
0: Rodney should be taking mm-hmm. a medical leave for a couple yeah. of days at the very least. Yep. Yeah. There's no reason Carson's on board. Daedalus have their own medical stuff. As I said in the commentary, they want to bring the team dynamic into focus. Having everybody on board makes a lot more sense. In the commentary, Robert was saying that a bit of criticism over the over-stylised look of this episode with the flashbacks and the multiple worlds. He ended up using 35mm cameras, HD cameras, Mini DV, Super 16 and the pencil cam. He went a bit nuts, which, as, as Brad pointed out, is one of the reasons why this episode cost so much money.
1: Bone mm. well, and panting.
0: Seen better days, that residential building. I'm sure we could lease it out to students, though.
1: You know, students have some standards. <laughs> they do? <laughs> yes, we Maybe do. Maybe in Finland. What do you think I'm here?
2: <laughs>
1: the fact that I haven't hovered them off the floor since 6th of June is broadly irrelevant.
2: So many extras, there's another... Yeah, I do like
0: the style of the flashbacks. You know, the kind of the jarring and jittery, the way they filmed it. <laughs>
3: Melina.
2: <laughs> Melina. All right, here we go again.
1: Whimpering? Roland does not whimper.
2: <laughs> and it's running over, his pants It's not actually getting into the wound.
1: Well,
0: it's takes him long to get those leather pants off him.
3: Used to
0: ensure his own escape. Oh, yeah, Kel. We've met him. Didn't last long. Oh, he's got a glass.
2: Cut a hole. What?
0: He probably made them himself. Yeah. Ooh, dig deep. Dig deep.
2: Keeping in mind you have to do the opposite of what the mirror showed you. <laughs> That'd be good fun. <laughs> Running,
0: wait. Oh, the love of his life wouldn't leave a patient. Collateral damage.
3: They're all dead I can't I can't run, I can't
0: go yeah she had a bad back yeah. <laughs> ow Ooh, at least that does look like blood mm-hmm. sometimes on TV shows it just looks like red paint
2: <laughs> yeah did the big glob glob down on the floor
0: <laughs> brace yourself we've seen a little bit of this clip already in flashback yeah. it's gonna be traumatic Ronan memory yeah Almost as if she were flinching before it happened.
1: Yep.
2: You see, little oh dear.
0: How many? God. I the whole
2: You're coward.
1: Don't look so surprised.
0: <laughs> now, now, Ronan. Yeah. They're here to help you. Are you okay? That looks a poorly designed weapon. Mm. I mean the scatter pattern, it ain't got much range, has it? No.
1: there's an awful lot of red down. Not to
0: mention the kickback. Yeah.
1: No, yeah, you've been through a lot, but uh I'm not going anywhere.
0: Yep, and who's gonna tell Ronin any different? Volunteers?
1: What is going on down there? You have at least twenty-five raids closing in, in your position from ground level. Seems Ronan doesn't wanna leave. Well, too bad you tell that ungrateful example of unevolved humanity that we came all this way to rest, so I'd better get off
0: his <laughs> <laughs> Unevolved humanity. <laughs> Nicely translated by John. I do like the way they've shown some of the grenades are missing as well in his bandolier. Or other shells. Big shells. For his small shotgun.
3: Those people, the ones on the planet who turned you over to the Wraith? It was my fault they were called. Ronan. The Wraith didn't honour the deal. Kachura and his village, they're all dead.
2: You're doing this for nothing. Yes. <laughs> now. That's even more reason for him to stay. No. Yeah, he has to avenge them.
1: Why not? Because
3: I'm gonna kill the wraith responsible for all this.
0: Good.
1: Go
3: on, John. I don't suppose he happens to be one of the ones out there that's about to come in here.
2: No. He's probably still up on the hive.
3: We can't take on a hive ship now.
0: Really don't have the time for this conversation. You know that, don't you? Come on, you're sensible. Tell them.
2: Not to mention the fact you keep looking away from the one entrance point where they're all going to come in. <laughs> Admit it, they're playing Pac-Man. Yeah. <laughs>
1: you going to add the Pac-Man noises in there?
2: waga wagga, wagga, waga waga
1: waga. Well, no, more. it's Just when he kills a wraith, micro dropping the wah, 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 noise.
0: <laughs> I won't have time because the amount of Wraith I kill in the next few minutes is that's really cool. It's like a Rambo movie. Yep.
3: Yeah. I thought you might want
1: this. Ah! You brought my gun. Hello. You're welcome.
2: <laughs> but not the belt my mother made? What the
1: hell is going on down there? Ronald
3: thinks he can get the head raids responsible for all this to come down and fight him if we call these raids first.
1: <laughs> That's the plan. Don't you have drones in that jumper?
3: That is the stupidest
1: plan I have ever heard. I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad somebody <laughs> said <laughs> that. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> okay, <laughs> 21.
3: And Ronan appears to be quite angry.
1: Yeah, I gotta say, Taylor, you have a talent for <laughs> understatement.
0: Now, this is a bit like the scene from Lord of the Rings where they start having a, a mutual count. <laughs> where
3: do you think
1: you're going? I'm going to help them. What are you crazy? You're a doctor. What does that have to do with it?
0: Go for it, Garson. Carson.
1: What? What are you doing? I'm going. You can barely walk. I can walk fine. I just
3: can't sit. And you're a terrible shot. Oh, what? And you're Rambo now?
0: <laughs> bite, bite. <laughs> I want to kill him. No, I want to kill him.
2: Rodney, you can't handle a P90. You're not going to be able to handle <laughs> That's that. The theme. I'm 16. I'm going to put you on your bum.
0: <laughs> no, Jason did this stunt himself. Flip around. ...landed very awkwardly. The padding on his armour really wasn't sufficient to land on concrete. Now, he's training. you think he would have gone down by himself to begin with. Yeah. <laughs> Show off.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, I really didn't need to do that with the gun.
0: <laughs>
1: I'm just going to do a cool spinny thing.
0: You've got to admit, it's pretty impressive though. Especially the slow-mo.
1: They're going to make it both go. Yeah, well, someone has to stay with the jumper. That's
0: it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You see, we're still alive, and we were brave.
1: Yeah, it's just you guys left.
3: Look, that was quick. No, I got six. Taylor got eight. I got nine. Taylor
0: got eight. Gonna get <laughs> John. <laughs> oh, I don't know.
3: You want to watch me die up close? You're just going to have to come down here and do it yourself. You
2: want me? Shoot it.
0: Mm. Yeah, so as you say, is there anybody actually left on the heart yet? Mm. Is this an opportunity to get another yeah.
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> You kill him before I do, I kill you.
3: What if he kills you first? Then you kill him.
2: Got it.
3: Yeah,
1: let's face it. If that happens, Taylor's gonna get him.
2: Oh that's exactly right. <laughs>
0: As luck would have it, it started raining when they were filming the scene. Mm. Mm. As they said in the commentary, mm. it actually worked out rather well, because it looks pretty good.
1: Mm. Yep. Why didn't you just drawing, shooting? This is mano a mano. Fit? So you're still shooting?
0: Alan, it seems, comes from the Indiana Jones style of man-on-man combat. When in doubt, Shoot. Did he just hurt his shoulder?
2: <laughs> Maybe the spiky shoulder pads are over exaggerated a little bit. <laughs> Ow! Okay, not the best move.
1: Oh. Whoa! Hello, <laughs> <That was> painful.
2: <laughs> now is when you shoot him. You realize he can whip you with one hand.
1: I could shoot him right now. See? That's what John thinks. <laughs> yeah, shoot him there.
3: I wouldn't. Why can he not Why he not? I think Ronan would kill me. I think he wouldn't forgive you.
1: You do the Indiana Jones thing. The Wraith does the roar, roar, growl, growl,
3: and then bang. Yep.
1: I think he'd get over
3: it. The hive has got to be watching. We shoot that Wraith. They blast us all from space.
0: Ow. I get the impression that oh, 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 oh. you want to see that stunt in the extras on the DVD. <laughs> it's frightening. Stuntman actually jumped into a steel pole <laughs> twice because they didn't get it on the first time.
2: Oh, 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 oh. Multiple camera shoot.
0: <laughs> you even saw James Bamford go up to him when he was lying on the ground in agony, and then chat over at the other guys. Get set for the net shot. He'll be all right. <laughs> Ronan doesn't look good.
1: Nope. Well, there's a convenient rock behind his head. If he doesn't like it, he can sue me.
0: Oh, hello. <laughs> uh, I don't think Ronan will resort to legal measures.
1: Oh Yeah. Okay. That seems <laughs> test.
0: Oh, nice. Didn't it beep, beep, beep when it reversed reversing. <laughs> Health and safety, after all. Oh,
2: yeah, I'll it is. this. Almost
0: imagine that. Oh, was that, that a shot from a hive ship?
2: <laughs> <laughs> that is supremely underpowered. Yeah. Oh! As they all are.
0: Yeah, one volley from the main gun should obliterate half the city.
2: Considering it was in the last episode, or the one in, on the planet, they only took four or five shots and they decimated a couple of miles. Yeah.
3: Everyone okay? We are okay.
2: Which one of you killed the Wraith? Uh.
3: That would be me. My idea.
0: Okay, stop grinning now.
3: Ronan! What? Don't tell me you're not happy that he's dead.
1: I had him in my sights, but Ronan said he'd kill me if I shot him. It was all Beckett's idea. (laughs) What? Thanks, Doc.
3: What, him you think? could have killed him at any time but Taylor wouldn't let me thank you all of you oh, don't mention it. it's nothing really only killed 11 12 wraith <laughs> you oh John Activated before the high ship gets to be doing us I take it this time you
1: won't mind if I give you a <laughs> that
0: almost makes up for your total ethical disregard for life carson in the last few episodes there he goes and he was unarmed. Uh, should we pick him up no leave him where he is He's a heavy booger.
1: It'll be twenty-three. It'll be twenty-seven by the time he gets back to Atlantis. You know.
2: Yeah. Yes, and they were all this big. <laughs> is it remote control? <laughs> uh, we'll reuse it just one more time.
0: It's fortunate the Daedalus is in the Pegasus Galaxy because they have a long way home. Mm. Robert D. Cooper, he wrote thirty-seven episodes of SG One, five of Atlantis, and six of Universe. He only directed two episodes of SG-1, three of Stargate Atlantis and three of Stargate Universe, but he did direct the Ark of Truth. This episode was an unofficial sequel to Runner, and one of the reasons they had Dan Payne as the the big Wraith, as he's kind of credited as, was they wanted kind of a Nemesis who was a Wraith. It didn't really work out, obviously, because they killed him. Mm -hmm. But we do get a big bad Wraith Nemesis in
2: episodes to come. I wouldn't say big bad. We get some more individual. You don't think Todd's a big bad? No. No? He's gaming. He can go toe-to-toe, for him, Ron- Ryan. Like
0: <laughs> well, you don't really know. That's probably... I mean, they always kind of dodge the question of how Wraith is so easy to kill by saying, you know, oh, they haven't been feeding very well. Mm. Because when we first saw them, you could empty a clip into them, and they'd get up 30 seconds later. <laughs> but, yeah, they soon drop
2: that idea. <laughs> or oh, their hand walks out of an explosion by itself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's why <quiet. laughs>
1: Oh, it's. No, that's not the. That's where they got the idea of a thing.
2: Well, that idea
0: was the claw, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Probably the 40s or 50s, probably even earlier, come to think of it.
1: I meant from the Adams family. Remember? The hand.
0: Yeah, but that old horror movies had, you know, the dismembered hand crawling about as well.
1: Although my personal favourite dismembered hand has to be in uh, Evil Dead 2.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. going after Bruce.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> got to wonder if, if Raimi... Uh, I get the impression, given Raimi's approach to shooting, uh, Bruce probably got injured making those.
0: <laughs> I would imagine so, yeah. It couldn't have been
2: too bad. He keeps coming back. Well, works work. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you were in the Raimi Spider-Man movies.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I wouldn't
2: be surprised if he got paid more for those little cameos than what he did for those movies back then. Oh, I've got to rewatch it. I haven't seen him in so long.
0: That was Zetida as we said, a very, very expensive episode. The second episode, Robert C. Cooper directed. Well worth the money. I think that was excellent both for Ronan and for most fans watching it.
2: Agreed. Next time, uh, whenever I see Robert C. Cooper on the, on the shooting list, they're going <laughs> to hide the checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> well, he, he controls the checkbook. Oh, true. What are you going to do?
1: <laughs> so basically, it's his check.
0: Oh, well, yeah. He's one of the executive producers. He signs the checks. Yes, but
2: the MGM logo would be on that check somewhere, wouldn't
0: it? Well, that's what they pay him to actually run <laughs> things, don't it? Yeah, yeah
2: true. That is your budget, though.
0: You've got no faith in the people you employ to run the show. We've all heard tales of studio notes coming down from up on high. Mm.
2: Jack? Daniel?
1: Are you you? Yeah, you. What? I
2: like the yellow ones. Never mind.
0: Surprisingly, no chatter over on Facebook or Google Plus about insiders. I thought a big Ball episode would have generated some feedback, but not to worry. It was well received over on Twitter, and Missa, who was on the show with us, celebrated her birthday the other day, and had a cake decorated with ball sigil. Very cool. Speaking of birthdays, the upcoming week sees quite a few Stargate-related actors celebrating their entry into the world. On the 18th, we have Carrie Giselle, who was the power suitor Diana Mendez in the SG-1 episode Desperate Measures. She also played Vestra on Flash Gordon. Andrew Early will be celebrating, also on the 18th. He played Dr Carmichael in the SG-1 episode Avatar, and also Kalan on Learning Curve, a popular actor recently seen on Cedar Cove. 18th again, it's the birthday of Fred Willard, who was one of the few actors who could possibly have played Valor's father, Jasek in the episode Family Ties. Finally, and yeah, again on the 18th, it's the birthday of the great Christopher Hyrdal, who appeared on both Stog at SG-1, playing Palin in Revisions, and also Halling, a generic Wraith, and then Todd the Wraith, for a total of 22 appearances on Atlantis. He also starred in Sanctuary and Hell on Wheels, with guest roles on Smallville, True Blood, Fallen Skies, and so many other TV shows and movies. I'll be posting all the known birthdays as the week goes on, so stay tuned, and if you want to get in touch with us, and we hope you do, then you can make use of the contact form on gatecast.co.uk, and our email address is gatecastpodcast at gmail.com. We are also on Facebook and Google+, and on Twitter we are at TheGatecast, which is one word. iTunes and Stitcher Internet Radio carry our feed, and you can also manually add us to any podcatcher that you like. We also have an additional RSS feed which carries every episode of the show. You can find that link on our website. Okay then, let's wrap this up.
1: Come try
0: Okay then folks, that was Satida. Thanks very much for Brad joining us yet again.
1: Like I said, semi-regular co-host.
0: Yep, yeah, looking at the schedule, he's going to be back in a couple of weeks. <laughs> I'll be back every week if you have me.
1: <laughs> do we have someone next week? Yes, we do. Oh, okay. Just checking. Thanks for joining us, Brad. Shall we uh- sign off?
0: Yep. Yeah, next week, we return to SG-1 for the episode Uninvited. And Jeff will be joining us for that. On the next Stargate SG-1.
1: Something is eating people on P9J333.
2: Deadly creatures
3: start appearing in the galaxy. Real live alien monsters. With an even deadlier parasite.
1: It lodged itself in the stomach lining of the host creature and began altering the host's DNA.
3: And when they come to Earth, the team must face the consequences. We win or we die. On the next Stargate SG-1. I hope everybody
0: will join us for that. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of The Gatecast. Hope you join us next week. Until then, I've been Mike. I've been Alan. And I've been Brad. Take care. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye. Goodbye.
0: You've been listening to The Gatecast, hosted by Alan and Mike. Join us at gatecast.co.uk. Stargate forever.